cafe anyway. Mike's Daily Podcast. Wow. This is turning into Mike's weekly podcast, not daily. Sorry. It is just with everything going on. Mike's Daily Podcast. Very difficult to get podcast done daily and I think I will say that I know I am making excuses to you but they are good ones I use excuses to get through life no I don't I try to take responsibility for the stuff that I do and I might even do a podcast tomorrow we'll see but it's been very nice daily podcast very very busy because we're getting ready for some guests some people Mike's actually that are daily not so podcast. unfamiliar with this podcast yeah. the lady that says Mike's Daily Podcast at the very beginning and has the funny laugh she is going to be visiting that's my cousin's daughter she's bringing her boyfriend and they're not going to be here very long just a couple nights but the house has not been thoroughly cleaned in over a decade so we're in the process in fact at Cafe Anyway, we do have a laundry machine and it is going full bore right now. We're getting all kinds of sheets washed, and, uh, comforters and everything else so that they don't sleep on stinky sheets. And that's important in life, isn't it? Not to stink, sleep on... Oh, and lovely lady friend is at TJ Maxx, so who knows what she's getting there. Maybe she's getting some more comforters and pillows and I don't know, to try and... Zazz the place up. Hey, I heard from the guy I remember recently. We had on a guest. We hadn't had a guest. A guest on Mike's Daily Podcast in a long time. Nick Roth, the filmmaker, the scriptwriter, the actor. He had done a movie called Hanky Panky. No, not like the old 1950s movie with the, what Cary Grant or whoever it was. No, it is a modern day movie with a bunch of young, interesting actors and funny incidents and wacky situations. Here's today's podcast picture. Wow, it's not like I actually wrote the ad for the movie just then. The podcast picture is going to be a recent one because... Lots of things have been happening lately that have been interesting. But the Nick Roth, who did the screening of his movie in Oxnard, that's how he found me, was he was looking up podcasts from Oxnard. And though we are at Cafe Anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth, where the late great Basil the Boxer used to run around on the hills, up all around Cafe Anyway, in Podcastro Valley, and Chase Deer, etc., and Turkeys. And it is FF episode 2769, 2769. I did grow up pretty much in Oxnard. I still have a lot of friends back there, and I still need to go back and visit. Well, he said that the screening went pretty well. Great scene, lots of cool people, but the screening itself had some technical disappointments. I guess having to do with the audio video, there were some problems there. So, kind of, you need those. Going very well If you would like people to watch your movie They have to be able to see it and hear it So they are going to be doing another screening very soon On the 24th At a very high quality Technically great audio video production Presentation 
theater type place Really good speakers And a great screen So That should be On the way We'll see if you are going to At some point At your local theater See Hanky Panky It's pretty funny It's very amusing And it's interesting to talk to someone And go back and listen to that podcast Because he talks about some of the Ways that you make a movie These days Because to me Making a podcast is simple A lot of people think the same way That's why we have zillions of podcasters Making a movie not so easy It takes a lot of money Takes good equipment Takes good actors Good scenery Everything has to be thought out so it's it's a much riskier proposition. So that's why I find it so fascinating to talk to those type of people. Somewhere along the line, we're going to get more and more into what is it called virtual reality. And Microsoft CEO Steve Ballmer once laughed at the first iPhone. He said $500 Fully subsidized with a plan It is the most expensive phone in the world And it doesn't appeal to business customers Because it doesn't have a keyboard Which makes it not a very good email machine Is what he said from Microsoft Then Mark Zuckerberg comes along Was saying about Apple's new wearable 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 technology In an Instagram reel He said I just don't I don't think I don't just think That Quest is the better value I think Quest is the better product period This is Mike's Podcast Picnic The head of Meta and Facebook And Instagram He says Oh and Threads Which I know so many people that signed up for it But nobody's following anybody Nobody's paying any attention to it When was the last time you heard the news Quote And famous person so and so Said on X Well they always say on X Said on threads So that hasn't happened yet But we'll see Zuck says He believes Quest 3 Out headsets Vision Pro and Meta and Apple are now in a heated race to create the one true mixed reality headset. Meta's goggles start at $500 compared to $3,500 for the Apple Vision Pro. Three to four people buy the Vision Pro that uh, when they do the in-store demo, three to four people will buy the ones that do the store demo will do the Vision Pro They just go with it They're so blown away Quest doesn't have a wired battery pack And it's still about a bar of soap Lighter than the Vision Pro And Vision Pro's screen resolution is superior As we go outside a cafe anyway Where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcastro Valley Anyway The last place on earth And the it has an eye tracking function Welsh on the world That all from Rob Black He produces Or I produce his podcast He does a radio show Monday through Friday In the Bay Area On AM 1220 KDOW And he is also on Cron TV From 9 o'clock In the 9 o'clock hour He'll do a segment Talking about money So fascinating what he finds Oh 
So another person that I work with in radio, he was out of town and he asked me, can I take care of your dog and your cat? Can I go over and feed the dog and cat? He said, he said, Mike, it's not that big of a deal. You just go over, you feed, make sure there's food in their bowl and then you leave. Well, as soon as you say dog and cat, I'm immediately entranced and I have to walk that dog. He's got this huge golden doodle. A golden doodle, if you don't know, is a mix between a golden retriever and one of those big standard poodles. And when I say big, I mean like almost 80 pounds big. Basil the Boxer, the late great Basil the Boxer, was 85 pounds. And this dog was just a little bit shy, a little bit less of that. But had Basil still been with us and this dog named Chewy after Chewbacca, if they both stood on their hind legs, I'm sure Chewbacca would have been higher, uh, taller than Basil by almost a foot. The Royal Trump Tweet Decree. Is it just a puppy? I think he may be three years old And constantly wanted me to throw the ball for him So whenever you play fetch with a dog You need to constantly reinforce with them Certain little things that dogs forget very quickly That is, it's always good before you throw Whatever it is you're throwing The stick, the ball Have them sit Have them sit Say sit and, And don't throw the ball till they do and that way they un- start to really understand. You know, I mean, people, you know, people get stuck on stupid. You know what I mean? What that command is. Maybe there's some other commands you want them to make sure they know. So they get a total joy, a rush, a thrill. It's total posit- positive reinforcement when you throw that ball. That's the best thing in the world for them. They love it so much. So whatever reward you can get, uh, whatever, whatever, you, whatever they can do to make that reward happen is what they will do. So they will learn things And so I was teaching Chewy How to sit Oh and he was also doing the pulling thing And that turns off a lot of dog owners You have the toy They bring it back to you The ball And they don't want to let go And that in and of itself is Well you're not going to get the reward of me throwing it If you don't let go of that ball they get a reward of the, the fight with you. They love that pulling thing. That's just like the big best thing in the world. That's, they're playing with you. They want to play. They love to play. And so when they're doing the tug of war thing. You know, there's a real scary holiday coming it's up. It's not. I mean, we humanize a lot of this stuff. We anthropomorphize a lot of this. It may not necessarily be, ooh, I won. I beat you. It may just be they love the pull, the the. the the interaction with you But that is something I was constantly trying to tell him Drop it, drop it And it reminded me of Basil got really good We had done that so many times That he got really good at dropping things And those are some of the commands You need to teach them To drop it To sit To lay down And then of course To be able to As soon as they hear their name as soon as you you say their name, their eyes should be on you. No matter what they're doing, they should be looking up. They should be looking at you. Holding court with Lady Katie. Lady Katie. The fact that a dog loves their owner so much, they're so they they need that socialization so much, that connection. 
And so just that that they when they hear their name, they should be able to be, look at you. And that is for their own safety, because let's say you're out somewhere and you maybe you lost the leash. Maybe the leash got out of your hands and there they go. You've got to be able to say their name and them to turn around and see you when you say their name and then go, OK, come back to me. The coming back is what I'm talking about. It's been a long time since I've been doing this stuff with the with the dog, so it was an interesting review for me with all that. But what a great dog. And their cat is awesome too. Wow. Just some great, great times. <laughs> and I had some free time. Now my lovely lady friend had her birthday this weekend and she loved this was like an added birthday bonus for her because she got to play with the dog and we walked him and got to play with their cat so it was a lot of fun and we also checked out the new Jackie Chan movie MTV News you hear it first in the 90s he was so big and he's old, much older now and he's done this magnum opus type movie where he's talking all about there's a lot of scenes from his early days some of the stunts he did you know how he did his own stunts and got himself really hurt. And then there's actually one scene in this movie where he he put his hand on a wall and there was a nail there. Oof. And he cut himself real bad. So he had to get some stitches with that. But it's uh it's interesting because it's a like a retrospective. He's playing this character, this guy who really has bonded with his horse and does these stunts with the horse. Uh, like, we'll jump over ravines for the movies. Has the the horse does amazing things on his own. He can, you know, run over exploding bridges and stuff. So he's got this bond with the horse, but then he is also Jackie Chan is really poor. He's lost a lot of money. Hopefully that's not how it is in real life, but his character in the movie has lost a lot of money, so he's... You will travel into the incredible universe. The horse is being... Someone is trying to take the horse away from him, and this horse is amazing. I don't know. This came out, I think, last year. Kathy's Corner. And I'm sure they use multiple horses, but gosh, this is amazing, some of the stuff that the, the horse is so human. In so many ways, it's interesting. Oh, peanut butter. How'd that get outside a cafe anyway somewhere in Podcaster Valley? Well, the point is, it's a very sentimental, long movie. And if you love horses, this is going to... When you are a man, sometimes you wear stretchy pants. It has its ups and downs. I won't give away the ending. But it it also has a a comedy. It's a bit of a comedy in there, too. So... just realize it's it's not a complete drama uh, uh, piece. Okay, it's my little movie review. I did not even know this movie existed. We were just looking. Don't you hate that when you go over to someone's house? Let's say, hey, come on over. You can you can uh, house watch and go ahead and use the TV if you want. And you cannot figure out the TV. And the remote makes no sense whatsoever. Mike is on it, man. Go with no man has gone. Before. We love it, Mike. And nowadays they've gotten it, it's uh, all consolidated onto this one remote. This show is clean. But it had these things that it, it, no, there was no words. Pretty much on this remote at all. It was like a, a UFO dropped it off. You figure it out. 
may, mind meld with it. Maybe you'll be able to make it work. And that's what we got did. through that. I got into it. <laughs> Fabagoo. Things to do. Things to do. Oh, Duncan tracksuits were inspired by their Super Bowl ad. With Tom Brady, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. You probably saw it. There's a lot of people talking about it. The tracksuits sold out in under 20 minutes. The jacket and pants in the brand signature bright pink and orange each cost 60 bucks. And speaking of foods that are not good for you, Pop-Tarts. I mean, there's probably something good about it, but... Overall, you should not be making that. Bands mutations. 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 Maybe once a week, but really, maybe a good smoothie would be better for you. If you like strawberries already, like the strawberry Pop-Tart, get actual strawberries and blend them up. Throw an avocado in there. It makes it nice and smooth. And of course, add a banana. I went total Donald Trump just then. And you gotta add a banana. It makes it really smooth, and yet also some avocado. That wasn't Trump at all. Uh, But William Bill Post has died at the age of 96, and if no one remembered, that was the guy who invented Pop-Tarts. He came up with the tasty treat after executives asked him to figure out a toastier, friendlier breakfast. Everybody had toasters. What can you do with the toaster that, other than toast and... But uh Pop Tarts. Disney Cinderella premiered in the US. The story was selected because of its similarity to another Disney hit, 1937's Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. And that was on 74 years ago. In 1950, Cinderella made its premiere. Over 74 years ago. Can you believe that? Okay. All right, look who is here right now. Hello, Michael Myers. It's Michael. Have you been? I named the whole podcast. What? Magnification. You haven't heard any podcasts lately? Yes, Michael Myers. Where have you been with your podcast? Oh, there's some peanut butter. Ooh. Yes, peanut butter. Um, podcasts. Well, I've been very busy, and I'll probably. Uh, we'll see if we can keep the daily thing going. I don't think, I think it's going to be Mike's weekly podcast for a couple of weeks anyway. It's going to be busy February and March for me. Do you like February? Yes. Do you like sea urchins? Yes. Do you like Pop Tarts? No. Hmm. It's probably when they pop. That's what scares you? Yes. Uh huh. The popping up. That is very unsettling to some people. Look who else is here. Oh, dear Mike, this is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Mike, we heard that you was talking about all kinds of things regarding food that's bad for us today. Yeah, food that's bad for us. I'm just saying that the Pop-Tarts... <sighs> so, that's pretty much it for the podcast today. I gotta go back to... Cleaning up the house and putting stuff away and going, oh my gosh, how is it that a windowsill can, it, it can collect so many ridiculous things? It's just a magnet for, well, I don't know, this is interesting. I like it outside in the open that I can look at it and see it all the time. I will set it here 
and you get enough of those, then you don't have a windowsill anymore. I'm just saying, okay, are the sheets almost clean? I don't know. Maybe you can clarify how to p- keep a place clean. Here's the number. Call Mike at the Cafe Anyway hotline. Area code 510-228-4640. And with more ways to reach me and to tell me interesting things that we can pass along to the folks that listen to Mike's Daily Podcast, it's A-Frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.